1: You know, not everyone has the gifting to be an entrepreneur, but everyone is called to work because God created work. Not every entrepreneur has the training to live out their faith as they run their business, but now they can learn that no matter where they are because of so many faith and work organizations out there training people. But not every entrepreneur wants to run a commercial cleaning franchise, but some choose to do so. Today, we're talking with Greg Carr, who runs an office pride commercial cleaning services franchise out of Palm Harbor and Clearwater, Florida. We're going to hear his story and talk about some of the things he's learned so far in the last five plus years of running a franchise, running a business, and hearing how God's working in Greg's life. Greg Carr, welcome back to I Work For Him.
2: So as you have grown as an adult and you've been in the workforce, and what were you doing before um, you... Got a franchise for Office Pride.
3: Well, I worked in healthcare management, uh, so home respiratory and medical equipment uh, for several years, almost ten years, uh, and then also um, uh, I worked for a large uh, medical laboratory, um, and I managed uh, you their let patient services on patient <laughs> <they did> experiments. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that was my side hustle. <clears throat> uh, no, uh, managed their uh, patient service centers and their uh, phlebotomists, um, and did that for a few years before uh, this opportunity came along. <sighs>
2: With what you did before office pride, did you ever understand that your faith um, is twenty four seven, and that in your work you could, you should be living it out, or that Christ can make a difference there?
3: That certainly, um, that was, uh, I guess, that was something that this uh, spirit put on my heart uh-huh. uh, as I matured as an adult and as a Christian. Um, I know about the time. When I was introduced to Office Pride, I was actually looking to either uh, work for myself because uh, I always wanted to have my own business,
0: okay.
3: uh, or and or I guess um, worked for like a faith-based company like Chick Fil A.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, actually, uh, init- looked at the initial qualifications and how to get involved with Chick Fil A. Uh, a couple of months before I learned of Office Pride, and so that that was my desire. Uh, I was growing as a Christian. I was in a small group at church with, um, uh, there were several couples that, you know, we had young children, but they all had teenage children, and so they were kind of mentoring us, and I was seeing how um, a couple of those folks uh, uh, went through their their workday in the organizations that they work for, um, but with a Christian mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that, I just, uh, there was a desire internally to, um, for myself also, to follow those steps. Be more deliberate.
2: I guess the reason, Jim, I think that um, what Office Pride is doing resonates so much with us and we want our listeners to hear about it is that they've put the blood, sweat, and tears behind um, not only figuring out the business, but figuring out how to do it with a biblical perspective and really... um, being able to train people in that way because a lot of people might say yeah it'd be really nice if my core values reflected you know biblical principles or or what god has in store for our our company But I don't know how to do that. And so this is an opportunity for people to see that connection and um, really be able to be trained in it and walk it out and have somebody along their side. Because we hear over and over again that one of the things Office Pride does so well is they really do teach and they really do walk alongside the owners that want to really make a difference. As you were, as a young adult, being mentored by some people in the church, and you saw a specific guy, John, the tax attorney, who was actually melding, you said, together, you started to tell us a little bit, he sure. was melding together his work life and his spiritual life in a way maybe you hadn't seen before?
3: Sure. Um, so, uh, just f- the the man that he was and, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the way that he um, was interested in others. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, he, he was a great guy and uh, was in the workplace and uh, lived out his faith. Hmm. What he also did, um, he actually developed a, a, a kind of a, uh, uh, he developed a website um, where people that needed help, you know, if they needed chores done around the house, uh, if they needed help with their yard, um, it hmm. was called NeighborLink. Okay. And um, he basically demonstrated uh, with this with this side organization that he created, mm-hmm. um, how you could live out your faith in your work, okay. um, and so it, that it was it was neat to um, experience that, uh, and then also see, you know, just how he um, helped others.
2: That's neat because a lot of times we don't see that boots on the ground. It, you know, it can be you can go to a class and learn about discipleship, but what's it really look like, or what does it look like to to live out your faith in a in a more in a productive way? Um, so I think it's really important to have people around us that are setting an example, and it's going to look different for everybody. Right. For this gentleman, it was a website that he built, but for somebody else, it might just be. Um, you know, loving on the person in the cubicle next to him. So, whatever that might be, um, it's a great example of of seeing Christ's love living out.
1: But you said in the last segment that starting that being an entrepreneur is hard. That you weren't sure. You didn't realize how hard it could be
3: right to run a business or more so I, I didn't know what I didn't know. So what are the that, things
1: that you didn't know that you wish you'd known that you could help our listeners know so that they would know before they didn't know? <laughs> uh, well cute. cash
3: flow uh, was was a big uh, uh, awakening for me. so I you know figured uh, you know you've invoiced your customer and they're gonna pay. Uh, when they're supposed to. Well, they do eventually pay. They do eventually, yes, yes. Thankfully, I, I have not had many op- or uh, experiences where they haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just, you know, basically when the cash is coming in and when your bills are due and the ones that you can't put off, like payroll and taxes and those types of things... Uh, sometimes there there wasn't... Well, you can uh, put them off as long as you don't mind a little jail time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: and, and that's when you say stature. cash flow, well, I think people understand, well, what do, what do you mean? Well, if you just have some cash, then if you get a little cash to get started, you'll be fine. But you you do work today. You may, You pay the payroll at the end of the week, you bill the customer at the end of the month. They pay you hopefully by the end of the next month or the beginning of the month after. So you've there's a there's a sixty day lag probably from the time you've paid for the work and when you actually get paid back, right?
3: Right. That's right.
1: So how do you deal with it? How do you how do you get prepared for cash flow? Because that's really no different than personal bills, except for the personal bills, it's I mean, hopefully you've handled it a little bit better, but in the business, you can't control how you're getting paid.
3: So you have to be aware, I guess, is the the most helpful part. Of course, having some cash on the side, or you know, a, a savings or money to invest, uh, of course, that's ideal. Um, but if you if you started it the way I did, I started it, you know, by pulling up my bootstraps. Um, you know, we had to make uh, we had to make decisions. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be able to pay myself, but make sure employees got paid uh, and that type of thing. So, you know, again, the Lord delivered us through all of that and um, we've learned a lot. So um, I learned recently, sometimes your the experiences that you go through may be uh, so that you can help somebody else that goes through that same experience.
1: Almost Maybe. always. God never wastes one of those adversity experiences. Right. So, have you been able to help somebody learn this cash flow thing before it hurt them?
3: Yes, yes. You know, just being able to describe uh, what I went through, and you know, make sure that you you think things through. You know, think about growth. Think about you know, because even though our thankfully in our industry, our investment to get a customer started isn't a lot. You still have to buy some mop buckets and some some vacuums, and you have to pay your employees, and so there's there's investment. Uh, getting into uh i'm sorry there's you're investing when you bring on new customers and so you just have to be prepared for it Mm -hmm. you can't bring on too many large customers at once
1: you know dave ramsey always said in in, um, financial peace university people should have a six month uh six months of their net income in the bank account so in case of emergencies if you'd had six months of your income for you and aaron would that have helped a lot before you quit your job and started doing this yes but with, you still would have needed additional cash to, to, to help float the business, too. Right, right.
3: Yes, you do need all of that. You need, uh, you need a plan for at home, and you need a plan for your business. Maybe you are like Greg, and you've always wanted to run your own business. Greg found
1: Office Pride. Well, you know what, Greg? I don't know your story. How did you find Office Pride?
3: Well, uh, I found Office Pride at a garage sale uh, in <laughs> northern Indiana. <laughs> Actually, there, uh, uh, found an area de- <laughs> you're being serious, aren't you? I am being serious, I think, yes. Was Todd, Todd's
2: book at a garage no, sale? No, Todd, oh, Todd okay. has actually
3: introduced me as uh, maybe the only Office Pride franchise owner that has found us at a garage sale. All right. Uh, but uh, found an area developer with Office Pride in, in uh, Indiana. And uh, we were out garage sailing, as everybody does in the Midwest, uh, in March or April of of every year. in the Midwest, most people aren't doing it in March because it's too cold.
2: (laughs) April, May. You're you're ready to get out of the house.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But conversation, um, we were talking about a a place to vacation in Michigan. And Mm -hmm. uh, he gave me his business card uh, and said, give me a call next week. I'm going to tell you about this resort that you should take the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as we're driving away, Uh, my wife flipped over the business card and it had our core values, the Office Pride core values on the back. Your decision filters. That's right. And um, even, I believe it was the Christmas uh, prior to this spring garage sale, um, I had talked about starting a cleaning business. And my wife... Uh, had some business cards made for me, just you know cars mm-hmm. janitorial, never did anything with them, uh, but it was kind of a a dream that I was talking about. Uh, it was a business that I could complement my brother's business uh, in in Indiana. Uh, he does uh, mowing and landscaping mm. and um, and so it was just an idea. but one thing led to another when uh, uh, we were impressed by what was on the back of this business card, and then we uh, a couple months later, ended up being Office Pride franchise owners.
2: Wow. Did you ever go to the resort in Michigan?
3: No, we never made it <laughs> to the resort in Michigan. No.
2: You started a business instead. <laughs> that's right.
3: That's right.
1: Talk about how he's using others. So a lot of business owners really need other business owners in their lives in order to encourage them, in order to learn from each other, to be able to share best and worst practices. Uh, who's that for you? Okay, in the Clearwater uh, St. Pete Palm Harbor Largo area that you play in each and every day who do you have in your life that you get to go to that that can be that resource for you
3: well I've got uh, thankfully uh, and with the way office pride has set up support for us um, naturally there's there's support from like-minded individuals at the corporate office mm-hmm. um, also they um, they put us together uh, monthly on calls um, where we can talk you know, talk about our goals, talk about our issues, uh, and those types of things. So there, there's already those systems in place. But uh, m- my most meaningful uh, relationships, where I can uh, kind of pair off with somebody and talk things through, are just from other Office Pride business owners that I've met um, from day one with Office Pride. Uh, gentleman that I trained with, his name is Mark Eccles. Uh, we've we've become best friends since day one, and we talk. Every day, I mean almost every day wow, and um, you know we talk about uh, the challenges that we're both facing, uh, but then also help each other work through individual challenges that maybe I might have some insight for him or he has insight for me um, so, and there's there I have several other relationships with other uh, owners in the system
1: how valuable is it to have people in your life w- would you call those accountability people or would you call them just mutually exclusive? <laughs> friends that are helping. I mean, how do you, How would you describe those relationships? Because everybody listening is going, I need somebody like that in my life. Yeah. I need to be, I mean, Office Pride has surrounded you with a team. Right.
3: Well, the But
1: the, not everybody's an Office Pride franchisee <laughs> l- listener. I mean, these listeners aren't. So they're trying to figure out, how do you do that?
3: Well, you certainly need the accountability partners. That's where the, the biggest uh, changes uh, or change in mindset have occurred for me is somebody that I can be completely honest with and somebody that, I, I have a hard time admitting to failure, and I've failed a lot. I see, I, but I'm growing. I can admit that wow, now. Wow, he admitted.
2: <laughs> so, Greg, one of the things I really want our listeners to hear is just maybe um, what God's been teaching you, what He's been revealing to you as you've been walking through this journey as a franchise owner for Office Pride. What is something that you're learning, and then maybe the, the that the listeners can take away.
3: Well, I'm learning that uh, we've mentioned it already that he is control, you know, in control of all situations. Um, one that I think of often, and that has actually come up a couple of times this week, as with our staffing. Um, you know, we're our organization, our business is growing, so we're bringing on uh, new customers seemingly right now, left and right. Hmm. However, my organization isn't growing. Um, you know, we've got a lot of great folks that are our cleaning technicians that are out there every evening serving us and making sure the customers are taken care of. But the, the leadership team back at the office, uh, we need a couple more people, Hmm. uh, people that, uh, can help cover when somebody can't come to work or, uh, if a customer needs has a specific request, you know, maybe that's not something that our, our cleaning technician can take care of but somebody on our leadership team can. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've thought that we've had it figured out with people that we were going to select, uh, and it, it hasn't worked out. Uh, they, some, sometimes they might not even start. Um, like you, we, you hire them and they don't start? Right, right. It's not very often uh, because we've, we're hiring a very specific person mm-hmm. um, th- to, to do our cleaning. Uh, but trying to hire, like, float people or supervisors... We haven't figured out who that ideal person is yet, and so we've gone down different roads with, or different paths with other people, and it hasn't worked out. Uh, But the Lord has delivered somebody better Hmm. uh, when we've least expected it. What do you do when you screw up? Okay, because you got how many employees do you have? Uh, We have we're approaching forty. Okay,
1: see, got a lot of people. I mean, we know you when you had zero. So uh, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) So um, forty employees. So what do you do when you're the one that causes the issue?
3: Well, uh, I'm uh, nowadays I'm quicker uh, to realize that either I caused the issue or that I need to move on from the issue. Um, but when I realize that you, you got to do something, um, uh, I will seek counsel, uh, either internal, internally or externally, uh, for you know what to do next. Mm-hmm. Uh, prayer, uh, you know, the Lord will if you pray about it. He will. Uh, he'll help you realize the answer. Uh, especially if it comes up more than once. Um, uh, I believe you should then listen to that prompting uh, when it comes up more than just once.
1: So, I mean, have you ever had any conflicts Um, between you
3: and your people? um, Yes, uh, occasionally. We don't, you know, we we don't have a lot. I I hear horror stories, especially from outside of our organization, uh, with what happens in our industry and um, office pride and trial and error have led us to hire a very specific type of person. Uh, and usually that person um, uh, has a very level head. And so even if the job doesn't work out for them, um, you know, they, they, uh, they're professional enough to give you a little bit of notice mm-hmm. or uh, not cause a bunch of issues on the way out. Even in Florida, they give you notice? Even in Florida. <laughs>
1: You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately,
2: I Work, work For him. him.
0: Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power Pack content when you sign up for our blog at iWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at iWorkForHim. And finally... If today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com.